Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Carrie Murdoch. Stephanie Leffler graduated from college and started selling sunscreen products online. That was around the year 2000. She became frustrated with her web developer and she decided to produce a shopping cart herself. That cart became Monster Commerce, an early day hosted e-commerce platform that she sold in 2006 to Network Solutions. She's an e-commerce pioneer, in other words, and she's with us today to discuss her new venture, Juggle.com. Well, Stephanie, thank you for your time today. Sure. Thanks for having me. Stephanie, you're an e-commerce pioneer. You founded Monster Commerce. You built that company up. And then in 2006, you sold it to Network Solutions. I'm wondering why you sold Monster Commerce and what you've done since then. <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Um, I, yeah, I get excited every time I, I talk about this still. Um so in terms of why uh, we sold networks to, to Network Solutions when we did, um, Monster Commerce had grown to be a pretty large, um, a pretty large group of merchants. Uh, we had about 6,000 uh, when we sold the company. And uh, my partner and I started Monster Commerce uh, you know, almost right out of college after owning an online store for just a brief period of time. And uh, we invest- invested almost everything that we had into the company. And um, you know, it got bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, as that asset grows as a small business owner, um, there comes a point where you start asking yourself, is now the right time to take some of the chips off the table? And, um, you know, we felt like we had been so fortunate and uh, it was a good time uh, to take some of the chips off the table. And the the reason that we did it precisely at that point is because when we met Network Solutions, we realized that that was um, – a great company to partner with. You know, they started with a with a tough reputation when it came to customer service, and really had overcome that and and done a complete turnaround. And um, we're really focused on on customers and growing the e-commerce section of their business. Plus, they they came to us and said, you know, we want to keep your whole team. Um, we want you to stay where you are in Belleville. And uh, we we had. Uh, talked with some other companies who weren't uh, who weren't quite as excited about keeping our whole team, and that was really important to us. So it it seemed like uh, you know, it seemed like good timing. So you 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 built this company up. It was an early day trend setting company. You built it up. You threw everything you had into it. You sold it to a, a, a great company, Network Solutions. Then what did you do? Well, um, immediately following the acquisition, uh, my partner and I both stayed on um, at Network Solutions. Um, I worked uh, and ran their 
their news channel sales and partner teams. So um, help them go out and find uh, new business and all sorts of uh, partners and, and places that they hadn't been before. And that was really exciting. My The majority of my job, however, was still putting two companies together, which was a new experience and um, something that uh, was, was really exciting to be a part of because I was learning something new every day. Um, and I did that for 18 months. Um, and around that point, I realized that the you know, what I was learning every day was starting to decrease, which makes sense. Um, you know, I'd been there for a while and uh, decided that it would be a good time to, to take some time off. And so uh, my partner and I both left Network Solutions at the same time um, and uh, decided, uh, my partner happens to be my husband, by the way, uh, we decided to uh, purchase a, a, an RV and drive across the country for a year with our dogs and see all the places in the United States that we had not seen. And uh uh, that was a great idea and concept. Unfortunately, um, that trip only lasted about six weeks. Um, two <laughs> weeks on the road, we stopped at a Walmart and bought about eight whiteboards and started brainstorming new business ideas. And before you know it, we were turning that puppy around, heading back to, to Belleville to uh, rent some office space and start to build our next great venture. <laughs> it's a great story. All right, the next venture. When you do a venture, we're interested in hearing about it. So tell us about Juggle.com. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Juggle is, uh, you know, it was kind of born out of um, our experience in e-commerce and thinking about products and how information about products is structured. Um, we had some interesting thoughts there. Then we were using Wikipedia a ton and seeing all of this information um, that had never before been put out to the world in such great quantities become available. And we saw some problems that we thought we could solve. And I think that, you know, the root of any great business, in my opinion, is when you saw, when you think of a problem that you really have and then you solve it. Um, if you can do that, generally, uh, you can come up with a business that will be successful. Um, and so we started to, to think about this problem of data and how it's all out there. It's unverified. It's spread around. It's tough to find what you're looking for. And we started to think, well, you know, a product has attributes. It's structured. You can say a uh, product has a color. It has, it's made of a material. It might have a height and a weight. And across a whole category of products, these attributes are the same. And so um, we started to think about other information in the same way. So if you take a person or a place um, or, say, a baseball team, you know, all baseball teams have a mascot. They have pitchers. They have championships that they've won. And if you think about data like that, you can, uh, you can start to structure information about many, many things. And by structuring it, you can organize it, you can verify it, and you kind of know what you don't know. So you can have people go out and research things that you don't have coverage on as of yet. So uh, Juggle, in its current form, is an online uh, resource website. You can go and find information on about 400,000 topics uh, and on about a million and a half to two million products um, at any given time. And so, you know, we're, we're continuing to build on that information base, and we, um, we are now uh, working on a stage where we're going out and adding additional data that we don't yet have about these topics and uh, having, having a scalable workforce um, that we've employed verify facts for us as well. How do you get the data and the information that's on Juggle? Where does that come from? Uh, it comes from several sources. We use um, a number, a huge uh, set of public um, online data. So we can we can kind of start with this 
big corpus of data that's out there in the public domain. Then once we uh, have that data, we start to go and find specific pieces that we feel are absent or missing. And we use a scalable workforce for uh, quite a lot of those small small pieces of data that we know we need uh, that aren't available in these sources that we're already aggregating. Interesting. Give us some examples of some of the data for our, our listeners that haven't been to the site. Just give us some examples of some of the data that's on there, some of the information. Sure. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, you know, it, it really ranges uh, across a huge uh, number of topics, but take the U.S. presidents, for instance. We have um, extensive data on every U.S. president. We have data on countries and automobiles. And, uh, you know, so we have all these different categories. In terms of what do we have on a given topic for an, a car, for instance, we'll have every last attribute that's on the sticker, uh, plus we have um, all of the fuel economy information from the United States government that they publish. We have the safety ratings from all the insurance organizations out there. Um, Just about anything and everything that you could come across about a given automobile, we will aggregate it and have it on our website. Uh, For the presidents, we have bills that they've passed, the people who are in their cabinet, uh, their height, um, you know, information about their wife and and children, uh, really anything you can imagine um, from their public to their private life. You mentioned products earlier. Products as in products for sale? Um, yes, right now we uh, we have information on products, and our goal is to build out um, the same uh, quantity of information about each product uh, that we do about our topics. So today, um, in my opinion, I think we have a limited information on our products. You know, there's there's kind of basics there, but we then um, send leads for products out to merchants, and so uh, our users will end up purchasing products on various merchant websites. But we're bringing them to Juggle to show them, you know, reviews and uh, all of the facts about the product that they're considering purchasing. Hmm. Well, speaking of products, you're an e-commerce. Uh you started your career in e-commerce. You mentioned you had your own site. Then, of course, Monster Monster Commerce. Uh, I know you have thoughts on the future of e-commerce. Could you share those with our listeners? Um, yes. You know, I think uh, anyone will agree that, in, at least in the United States, we experience information overload on a daily basis. And uh, I think the, the great thing that e-commerce has going for it is that people have adopted online purchasing um, in droves, and I, and I don't think that that kind of fear of buying online is there, um, maybe a little bit, but really it's not a big issue the way it once was. The key now is the simplicity of the purchase and um, helping people filter the noise. So, you know, from, uh, from sites that make it Phenomenally simple, you know, Google's recent move to put product listings as part of advertisements so that people don't even have to go to a site. They can essentially get to the item that they want right from there um, to getting to, you know, some of the largest e-commerce merchants who are getting very, very good at predicting what you might be interested in and what you might want to buy, um, helping people filter out all the noise and not putting everything under the sun in front of them, I think is going to be a big key going forward. Um, payments are sure to change. You know, you have the, the Square uh squareup.com, which is a payment platform that just launched a couple weeks ago um, by uh, the gentleman who founded Twitter. It's a 
brilliant platform. Um, I think, you know, how people actually can get their payment um, into their computer, if you will, is going to get a lot more simple. And so, um, you know, the small merchants um, really just need to uh, keep doing what they're doing, be experts at what they do, and um, syndicate everywhere, in my opinion. Syndicate on, give us some examples of where. where sure. Where? And any place they can put their products, I think, will help them in their overall um, effort to be a larger player in the e-commerce world. So, you know, as a small merchant, um, a lot of a lot of them don't know about all the outlets. So, Google Base, for instance, uh, or used to be called Frugal Google Product Search. You have Yahoo Shopping. You've got Shopping.com, Price Grabber, Shopzilla. You name it, there are uh, Shopping.com. There's millions of these guys out there. And I think a lot of merchants are a little bit wary because they think the margins are going to be really slim if they're paying on a per-click basis or on a per-sale basis uh, to all these people. But that may be true, but there's also value in getting people familiar with your store and, and how many repeat visitors you can drive or repeat sales you can drive from those initial purchases. So, you know, users are going everywhere to buy things. Um, loyalty is hard to gain online. And so the more uh, places a small merchant can put their products, uh, it just increases their chance of, of kind of getting a grip and, um, on some customers and, and becoming successful. Stephanie, we have just a couple of minutes left. Uh, one question I, I might ask you here is the future of shopping carts themselves in our last couple of minutes. We count, that's a business you used to be in. You were a, a, a trendsetter in that business. We count here at Practical E-Commerce, we count in excess of 350 uh, separate shopping carts. There's probably more than that, but that's that's our latest count. What's the future of all those shopping carts? Uh, you know, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, for a long time, uh, I thought that the security and all of the requirements to be um, highly secure would cause a consolidation in the industry. You know, so far that hasn't happened, but I think the one thing that is sure is that some of those shopping carts and software companies are going to realize that the key is not just providing a platform for sales, but it's actually helping those merchants sell. So however this, those shopping cart providers can do that, whether it's through recommendations, um, you know, and getting, kind of taking some of those software tools that are available to the big guys, you know, Amazon and Ebays of the world and wrapping those into their platforms so smaller merchants can have access you know, the A-B testing um, uh, or having a marketplace that, that promotes their products and brings sales to those merchants. I think that that's really what is going to be the thing that propels a few of these guys to the head of the pack. I think there will always be a lot of e-commerce providers, but um, there's there's no question that there's a handful today that, that are kind of in the lead, and I think if they can help their merchants sell, that's going to solidify their position. Okay. Well, for purposes of our listeners, again, Stephanie's newest venture is Juggle, and that's at Juggle.com. And Stephanie Leffler, the CEO and founder, co-founder of Juggle.com, we want to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.